Hello, I'm Ahmed Jalili and this is Please Tell Me a Story, the game where storytelling goes wrong. It's round four and I'm joined by Felicity Ward, Nabil Abdul Rashid, Helen Bauer, Megan Jane Crabb and Mark Thomas. Mm. Hi gang. <laughs> each week one of us tells a story, then we tell it to each other again and again and again from memory. We're past the halfway point of season two now, so you'd think we'd be getting the hang of it by now, but are we? Ah, this is going so badly. Did you guys do drugs in between? <laughs> uh, this week is Nabil Abdul Rashid in the big blue storytelling chair. Nabil, could you give us a, a sound that sums up your story? <laughs> <clears throat> Remember, if you're listening to the show, you can also watch us by searching... <laughs> Sorry, it just sounded like the weirdest villain ever. <laughs> Remember, if you're listening to the show, you can also watch us by searching for Please Tell Me a Story on YouTube. So, Nabil, the next link in your storytelling chain will be Mark Thomas. Are we oh, ready for God. this? Are you ready for Mark? Oh, God, did you see that? Mark is already getting a bit of a reputation for messing things up. Interpreting. So he's interpreting things as we go along. I'll be back at the end to hear how the show pans out. Let's do it. Mark Fick News Thomas. <laughs> Please tell me a story. Hello, listener. It's me, your narrator, back again to help you keep up with the chaos. So let's hear Nabil's story. Now, Mark really needs to concentrate and prove the haters wrong. Nabil, please tell me a story. Mark, this is my story. This is my story. Really? Oh, sorry. We're going to do this based on my tradition. I come from northern Nigeria. Um, I am one of the Hausa people. And we tell, or can you say Hausa? Hausa. Yes, like house, but with an ah at the end, Hausa. And, um, you know, we had a tradition of traveling griots who would tell stories in other parts of West Africa, and these stories had to have some form of wisdom. So I'm going to tell the story in the format of uh, how we were told stories as kids. So I would first greet you, Salaamu Alaikum. Alaikum Salaam. And then I would say, story, story, and you say, time, time. So story, story. Time, time. A long, long time ago, there was a man, a malam. Now, malam, it's, uh, it's a word in Hausa. It means teacher. Can you say Malam? Malam. Now, Malam is also a mystic, a teacher, a traveler, he's all these things. And there was a Malam in a particular town. And the people would come to him to get advice, to get healing, to be prayed for. And he had an apprentice, young apprentice, a young boy, still full of youthful exuberance. Now, the Malam knew that his days were numbered and he would soon die. And his apprentice would soon take his place. So the Malam called the boy. Kai! And said to the boy. I like that. Kai means you. Just in case you're wondering my language. So he calls the boy and he says, I want you to know that I'm soon going to die and you will take my place. But before you take my place, I want you to experience the three things that we must keep away from. So that once you experience them, you will no longer be curious and you can focus on your studies and duties. And the guy said, but Baba, which is a respectful term for an older man. Baba, how can I do something? He said, shut up. Just do as I say. Once I pass, you must go into town and you must engage in these three vices. Womanizing, gambling, and alcohol. <laughs> so he said, okay. But I noticed you didn't have a sound effect for womanizing. There we go. So first, 
you must approach the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life and set an appointment with her to go and see her. You need to approach the Kaduas. Now, Kadua is similar to a geisha in Japanese culture. They were ladies of the night, but they had the special like place. Like they were high-class ladies of the night, the Kadua. So make an appointment to see her and then show up one hour early. The next thing you must do is you must go to the Gidangia. Gida means house, Gia means alcohol, right? The house of drinking, you must go there. And you must go there midnight and wait one hour before you drink. Then afterwards, you're going to go to a Gurin Chacha. Chacha means gamble. Gurin means place. You must go there to gamble with their champion. But before you with you, a champion, the champion, the guy who because they would throw dice. It was that was right. the so so the bloke who's in uh, who's always yeah the guy who's raking it in at the time, and you must challenge the champion. Walk, leave, and come back an hour later and face him after he's done playing with everyone else. And the boy said, "Okay, Baba." And by the next morning, Baba died. <clears throat> yes, that's how he. That died. was really quick. <laughs> yeah, old man was hanging on by a thread. So. Next next uh, day, he goes into town and he goes first to the Karua, finds the most beautiful one he'd ever seen. And he said to her, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see you. She's like, sure, what time? He said, tomorrow by three. The next day, instead of three, he turned up at two and knocked on her door. And he was like, uh, I'm supposed to see someone today. She's like, I thought I told you to come by three. And he was like, oh, this is not the woman I saw last night. You look very different without your fixtures. She's like, no, 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 go. Fixtures, there's a great <laughs> word. Yeah. Oh, blimey, you've, made, you've managed to reduce sexual contact to an Ikea catalogue. I mean, it was transactional after all. Indeed. And it was meant to last a short period of time, like most okay. stuff from Ikea. So <laughs> he said, wow, you don't look anything like, like the woman I saw last night. So he left. He said, no, if this is what womanizing is about, I will no longer womanize. So he said, okay, well, at least I can uh, go and uh, maybe have a drink. So he went to the Gidangia, he sat down, midnight, and uh, he saw all these elites in town, like all these really rich, powerful men coming in, you know, with, with beautiful women. It was amazing. They were having a great time. They were drinking. He was like, okay. And within an hour, what happens? He has a bottle break, turns around, and there's a fight. People just getting sparked out left, right, and center. Men, grown men, respectable men being reduced to drunken, vomiting idiots. All drunk, fighting, it's terrible. And he's like, wow, you mean to tell me this drink does this to honorable men? I want no part of it. And he left. Maybe I should go to the Gurin Chacha or casino and win myself some money. So he goes in. And he looks for the champion. He immediately finds this guy's wearing jewelry. He's flashy. And he went to him and he said, Hey, Pusio, I want to challenge you. And the guy says, Really? You want to ramp with Bombo clad me? <laughs> eh? Or something to that effect. Are you okay? So the boy goes for a walk and thinks about everything he's seen. And, you know meditates, walking, praying for Baba, and he says, okay, it's about time for me to go back and, and challenge a champ. But the champ, all his jewelry's gone, he's not even wearing a shirt, and he's like, you're the champ? He said, yeah, 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 I lost everything, 
but you know that's how the game goes i'm gonna win it back because after all this is a casino and you know you never know your luck is one roll away and the boy thought this guy has lost everything and he still wants to risk losing possibly even more and he can't see the situation he's in is this what gambling does i have no interest in this and with that the boy just walked away and returned to the temple and he never had an interest in those three things ever again and that's exactly how it went god damn <laughs> Right, that was a fairly epic telling. Can Mark, Helen and Felicity relay those three lessons? Mark, Helen, Felicity, please tell me a story. Helen, yeah. this is Nabil's story. That he told to Mark. Who told Helen, who told me and I'm telling you. This is a story that is told in the tradition that is Nabil's people, but I'm going to make it into a first-person account. Yeah, yeah, that So right. it's told yeah. in the oral tradition of South London. Honestly, <laughs> it's best if we do it this way. He made an argument for it being still south of London, so it's south of London. We're just going to say that in general. South of London. Yes. Come on, I know, Mark. God, don't get me... Like, Honestly, up. we grow don't up. even have time for Mark's bullshit no, right no, no. now, but like, just know That's, that I've been through a lot. There is a side podcast starting... It's called Please Tell Me um, a Story Accurately. Yes. <laughs> this is a story. There, there, there once was a, an incredibly wise, beautiful, amazing uh, old healer mm -hmm. who is referred to as Bubba. And a Bubba is like a shaman guru. He's like a witch doctor. He's a shamanic guy. A human Wikipedia. He can do it all, basically. He's the guy you're going to call. Bubba. He has a young apprentice. Mm -hmm. An apprentice Bubba. Mm -hmm. A Bubbet. 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 Obviously. No. Right? Is that the official name? <laughs> no. A bubble's but. assistant. <laughs> a bubbet. Right, we're going with a, bubbet, yes? A bubbet. <laughs> okay. And the old, wise, medicine man slash storyteller slash shaman yeah. slash geezer. The bubba. Just say the bubba. <laughs> just easier, isn't it? <laughs> it just, what happens is, is the, the, the bubba causes... Um, his Babette. <laughs> Geese, he says. Geese! Oi, oi! And the Babette comes and says, all right, and which is a form of reverence. All right, Geese is a form of reverence. Geese is the beckoning. Right. All right. He says, I'm going to cark it soon. What's carket? Is that a Nigerian word? Yeah, I was wondering that as well. There was a lot of like Ross Kemp vibes going on. But I do <laughs> want to be truthful to what I was told. And so he has to pass on the gauntlet. Who's he going to do it to? Who's he going to pass it on to? Nabil? Babette. Babette. Very close. Very close. You're going to become Lord of the Manor. And Babette's like, okay. And he's like, but first you have to pass these three tests. And these tasks are things which you must give up. For when you become the Bubba, then you can't do these things. You can't gamble. Is right? it like official gambling or like even with your heart? I think, oh, lovely question. I did not ask that. I'm going to answer it in a Mark Thomas way, which is no gambling. You can't drink. You cannot have sexual relations. That's basically it. Apart from wanking. Apart no sexy from... stuff, including 
Okay, so nothing. Including palmistry. Got you. Fingers up in the air. All times, baby. Okay. So he said, um, first, I want you to go into what in the parlance of the day would be called a brothel. And there you will encounter a beautiful, beautiful sex worker and you will inquire. And what you'll do is you'll book an appointment. And what I want you to do is turn up an hour before your allotted time. Okay. The next day, I want you to go to a bar. And I can't remember if you're supposed to drink or not supposed to drink at these things. And I want you to buy a bottle of drink. Put it on. <laughs> that's not what I would go. Okay, right. That's. Yeah. I would go chinkle, chinkle, gentle ice against crystal. So perhaps a savouring of a single malt rolling over the crystal of a pure mountain right. spring. Right. <laughs> so they get the they get the fucking. He said, "You buy the drink." <laughs> And you come, you wait for an hour and you come back, you leave it on the bar and you come back an hour later and you drink it. Have you got it? And he said, yes. Mm. He said, now, Babette, here's the third thing. What you do is you go into a gambling, but you go into a casino. And what you're looking for is you're looking for Charlie Big Potatoes. You're looking for the boy that's winning. You're looking for the boy that's on who's going to do really well. And what I want you to do is I want you to go up to him and I want you to challenge him and say, I'm going to have you, all right? I'm taking you. And an hour later, come back and bang, you're going to do your gambling. You've got to go to a casino and gamble, hmm. which feels antithetical now that I say it back. But I am going to say that maybe it's the one last time they do these things. <laughs> anyway. Fucking great test. That feels confident. So the next day he goes out and he goes to meet a sex worker yeah. and this amazing non-binary other of absolute stellar proportion yeah. appears before him and just says, what can I do for you? And and he said, well, I'd really like to engage in sexual congress if mm -hmm. that's all right with you for some pecuniary favour. And that person says, you know, here's the time, come back at three o'clock tomorrow. He goes, right, I will do. Right. And he's got to get to the sex worker an hour early. That's important. That's just polite. It's polite, it's punctual, and it's good manners. Mm. He comes back. Yeah. Right, the next day. At two o'clock. At two o'clock! <laughs> and it's like, I'm an hour early. Where's my sex worker? And they're like, hello. Ooh, there was something. Oh, and gambling. Yes. I just wanted, I just remembered the sound effect. Opens the door and uh, rings the bell. The door opens and before him stands not a beautiful creature of non-binary otherness. It's an epitome of sexuality, glory and sensory, absolute, de de absolute deprivation and joy, but a creature that is half awake. It's something that's half awake. Oh, this sounds... I know, I was thinking of it, Sleeping non Beauty, non Snow White, like, are they sleeping? They'll be my bride. A being that is us. That stands there going, right, what do you want? Hang on, I haven't had my first fag of the day yet. Okay, so Ross Camp's there as well. Yeah. And Bubbett says, well, I don't want to sleep with anyone or anything that's only half awake. I'm not engaging in sexual activity because I know the law. Excellent understanding of consent. Very good. It go must on, be. There you go. It must be enthusiastic and persistent. Isn't, isn't that the in, uh, consent? Enthusiastic. Uh, well, conscious. Re re repeated and enthusiastic. Anyway, that's just what I learned from a 17-year-old. No, no, no. I mean, they taught me that not I was having sex with a 17-year-old. Ah, this is going so badly. Oh, I don't mean any of this. He said, you, you, you're not what I thought was advertised. I'm all right, thanks. The next day, Bubba's assistant goes into the bar and goes, I'll have a single malt bottle. Bang. <laughs> Quite long, this one. 
he goes, right, get, gets the bottle, puts it down, gets the glass, gets a bucket of ice, goes out the room, comes back an hour later, and it's all kicked off in the bar, right? Everyone's gone full fill, right? Yeah. And it's all Danny Phil, all right, you, he's all shit. You look at me, you slag. Bang, boof, baff, beef. Lots Plastic of that. Nigerian like, night out. That yeah. Smash, smash, <laughs> smash, smash, smash. Cut, cut, cut. Dicky, 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 stabby, McStab, right? No. Yeah. Okay, wow. And he's like, this isn't for me. This is not for me. If that's what happens when you drink the old firewater, I'm out. So the next day, he walks into the <laughs> casino, which is great. And fortunately, he's. His phone is fully charged. <laughs> Make sure your phone's fully charged. That was Mark's joke, but I did like it, so I thought I'd keep it in. And he, he goes into the casino and... I can't remember what happens. Let's say Bubbett wins a million pounds. Wins a million pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, the, this king, the kingpin, he's standing yeah. there. He's got rings on every finger. He's got all the jewellery on. He's got, he's like, daka, daka, daka. he's got snake eye. All of this, he's doing that. Right, diamonds encrusted in his own personal uh, dice. And in walks the Babette. And this is what he says. He goes, I'm going to play you and I'm going to beat you. Oh, there was also a pussy hole. And he says... Does that come with a sound effect or should I do it myself? <laughs> <laughs> Producers are freaking out over there. <laughs> 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 so then, right, he waits an hour, he comes back. And the bloke, he's got no rings. He's got no, he's got no jewellery. He's got no money. He's standing there. His shirt's off his back. His trousers have gone. They've taken the belt. They've taken everything. These alligator shoes, they've taken them from him. And he's standing in his socks and his pants. Chilly. Just very chilly. And they're like, oh, God, I've lost everything. And they go back to the bubber and they go, I, I, I tried um, having, having sex and it wasn't for me. It wasn't what was offered. And then I went to the casino and I lost everything. And the bubble, yep, thank you. Went to the casino, won shitloads of money. And with that, the bubba says, it is now time for me to cark it. And cark it, he does. And the bubba died. And then bubba dies, and then Bubbet becomes the bubba. And that's exactly how it goes. And that's exactly how it went. But all in Nigeria. Okay. But Mark didn't want to do the voice, which I think yeah, was a good choice. It's a good choice. Okay, so there's a Babette, there's Ross Kemp. Oh, and the Babette is a million quid richer. Really strong work all round. Good luck, Megan. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We're a new show breaking down the anime and pop culture news you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> and we agree on some things, but not on everything. Hi. Oof. 
I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. Listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters, and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now. So, Megan, tell me a story. Gladly. This is Nabil's story. Told to Mark, who told Helen, who told Felicity, who told me. And Mark went first, just to clarify. Okay. No, so we're that'll taking, explain everything. Yeah, we're taking everything with heavy salt. Somewhere in Nigeria, there is a magical being called a, a Baba. And a Baba is an all-knowing, uh, mythic, god-healer, spiritual entity. Mm-hmm. Baba's getting old, and Baba is looking to pass down the uh, staff of wisdom to a young apprentice. And a young apprentice is called a Babette. Babette. Okay. By the way, Nabil's not in the story. What the fuck? Okay. I'm just... I'm just putting it out there. I'm really disappointed. Maybe Mark has removed him immediately. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, that's something he would do. Okay. So the Babette has to go on a quest in order to become the next Baba. The quest has three parts. The first, the Babette must employ a sex worker. The second, the Babette must go to a bar and not drink. Superb sound effect. Superb. Really? And then the third, the Bubbet must gamble and then come back and show their spiritual wisdom and prowess. Mm-hmm. So the Bubbet sets out on their journey. They get to the place where the sex workers are and say, oh, I'm an hour early. Oh, no, it's two o'clock. My appointment was at three, three in the afternoon. And what shall I do? Shall I hang around? Um, Is there a waiting room? Whilst they're in the waiting room, someone says you could go out back and see if there's anyone available. And the Bobette says, sure, I'll go out back. And once they get out back, there is a non-binary, ethereal being who is asleep. And the Bobette thinks, Shall I wake this ethereal being up to do sex work with them? No, I'll let them sleep. So the Bubbet leaves, having failed the first mission. Right. Right, you with me? Just about. Okay. He gets to the bar and it's chaos. There's noises of glasses and vomiting in the bar. And so 
the Bobette fails at having a drink in the bar. Oh, so, so he's supposed to have a drink in the bar. or Because no, you said he, to go to a bar and not have a drink. That's what I understood. Wow. Is um, it to drink or, or not have a drink? I'm going to say it's to not have a drink. Not have a drink. It's to not have a drink. It's to be amongst temptation. To be amongst temptation. Okay. Yes, so, that's the theme. So the sex workers, be around sex workers, but, but just not have a nice succumb. chat right. and maybe a cup of tea. Right. Go to the bar mm-hmm. and not have a drink. Right. Which he succeeded at. So he succeeded the first one as well because he doesn't have sex. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So he has succeeded also in not having a drink. Yes. Didn't have a drink. But it doesn't sound like there was any kind of like, he wasn't tempted because it just was like a very noisy bar. Yes. And, um, well, the ethereal sex worker had also just put him in more of a contemplative spiritual okay, mood. So he didn't feel like going and like knocking back a bunch of shots. Right. So. He's left the bar, fine. And he goes to the third one, the third one which is gambling, mm-hmm. and wins a million pounds. And what was this? Were he supposed to go somewhere and not gamble? Yes. Okay. He got lured in. He got lured in, but he goes in and he wins a million pounds. ka And then he goes back to the bubba and he explains um, the trials and the shock of the final quest mm-hmm. kills the bubba on the spot. Bubba, dead. And so... The Babette has a million pounds and a dead Bubba. <laughs> and the Staff of Wisdom. He gets the Staff of Wisdom. What, yeah. was the, what was the purpose of killing Bubba? He was just getting on a bit. So he just, I suppose, accelerated the process of death so that he can exceed the throne and become the Bubba himself. Yes, but I okay. imagine then he had to, you know, find a convenient excuse as to how he'd ended up with a dead Bubba right. and a million pounds. Right. Um, and that's exactly how it goes. This is the most incoherent story I've ever heard. So what you're saying, that he he then passes off the fact that he's killed the Bubba because there's been a natural disaster that has killed everyone anyway. That's exactly okay. what Nabil said, yes. All right. Thank you very much. So to be clear, Babette is not only a millionaire, but according to Megan, also a murderer. Really losing sight of what the moral is at this point. Nabil, brace yourself. Ahmed, <laughs> please tell me my story. Okay, this is a story told by you to Mark Thomas, who then told Helen, who then told Felicity, who then told Megan, who then told me. So this is what I understood. In Nigerian culture, there is a figure called a Baba, who is the fount of all wisdom. And when a Baba... When a Baba is... <laughs> Coming to the end of his term, he's got to pass on the stick of wisdom onto a babette. (laughs) The babette is then given three very specific tasks to prove himself to become a baba. Number one, it is to, and, and they seem to be all tasks around being around temptation, but then overcoming it. So the first one is to be around sex workers, uh, but then not have sex with them. So the Barbette is on his way and he comes across a sex worker and he says, I'm supposed to have sex with you. <laughs> That's very bad. And then the, oh, the sex worker says, no, let me tell you something for nothing. 
You have to go and have sex with a, an ethereal being around the back. What the fuck? <laughs> so the babette goes around the back to look for some kind of ethereal being, but the ethereal being is there, but is asleep. So does not have sex, so therefore passes the first task. Did you guys do drugs in between? <laughs> He moves on. <laughs> Bro. You go. He moves on to the second task where he goes to a bar. Remember, second task is to be around a bar and not drink. So he goes to a bar and there seems to be a lot of noise going on. Remarkable <laughs> noise. And he's obviously is put off by this and doesn't drink. So he passes the next. Then the final one is gambling. So he goes, he goes to a casino. And he's thinking about gambling and he goes, ah, I want to play blackjack maybe, but I'm a slot machine passant. So he goes to slot machine and he wins a million pounds. The fuck? And then by winning the million pounds, he goes back to the baba. But because he has failed two of these um, tasks, so he has to kill the baba. So he kills the Bro. What? Kills the bubba. Was that that's not the right sound of it? Fam, I don't know what's more trash, the story or the Nigerian accent. Honestly, <laughs> I was actually doing an Indian accent. I'll have you know. Uh, what the hell? Then they all lived happily ever after. And that's how the story goes. Oh, this is not the story I'm telling. <laughs> I think Mark and Felicity dealt the deadliest blows to this. I've stripped it right down. There are many, many details I was told, but I, I've stripped it right down. Because I can I imagine believe. those details were probably bollocks too, because <laughs> <laughs> if the story itself went the wrong way. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Let's get them back in. Nabil, please tell us your story. All right, you blockheads. Listen, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to start off the way I st exactly as I told it to Mark, maybe a bit quicker. I'm going to start off by greeting you with Salaamu Alaikum. Alaikum Right? And then when I say story, story, you say time, time, story, story. Time, time. time. So um, a long time ago, there was... Um, okay, so we know that they had the first part of the story sort of nailed, apart from some South London-related artistic licence. Oh, no, hang on. Megan's got her hand up. What's the name for The Apprentice? I didn't give a name for the apprentice. For fuck's sake, Mark. Yeah, no, ba Baba and a Babette. What's that's all I got to say. I got Baba and Babette. I have no clue. That sounds like some kind of cheese. Uh, <laughs> ba, 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 You're thinking of anyway, so, Betty Bell. Right. Shall we cut to the brothel? She's not wearing all the stuff that she would normally wear. It's like, wow, you're just you're, you're just a normal woman. You don't you don't look the way. And she's like, yeah, but I'm still. He's like, oh, oh, this is deception. All right, who said that without makeup, the person was non-binary? Because that feels yeah, offensive. Yeah, I got told non-binary. I, I said non nothing about binary or whatever. Wow. So. I said, I just said it was a non-binary person. A half-awake non-binary creature. <laughs> Ethereal Yeah, being, that, 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 that wasn't me, fam. That wasn't uh, okay. me. <laughs> so, I appreciate the diversification, okay. though. I see what yeah. you're trying to do yeah. there. See what I'm trying to do? Make it more inclusive. Yeah. 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 So the next thing, he goes to where alcohol is sold. He goes to the bar. He turns up at midnight. And just as it's one, as it's been an hour, he begins, he, he wants to put the drink to his lips, but before he does, a fight breaks out. He hears the sound. He sees people throwing up. 
You know, he sees people vomiting and he's like, these honorable men, but look how dishonorable they've become because of this liquid. I don't want to drink this. Mm. So he puts the drink down. Wait, so Danny Dyer and Ross Kemp weren't there? No, no. I, I don't think they'd last long. I didn't think they were. I didn't think Nigeria. they were. How about that? I thought that was mad. Thank you. Carry then on. he goes to the Gooden Cha Cha where people gamble, you know, the casino. And he turns up and he looks for the, the champion. The champion's easy to find because he's wearing all this bling. He's fresh to death like the neighborhood dope man. He walks up to him and he says, I post you all, I challenge you. And the guy's like, what? You are ramp with bomb clad me? He? Is that, he? Is that Nigerian? It's the equivalent. That's the best thing I could translate Thank it to. You. So he goes and he comes back and he sees the champion. But this time, the champion hasn't got any of his bling. He's not wearing a shirt. He looks like a pauper. And he's like, what happened to you? And he said, I lost it all. But that's cool. That's how the game goes. Let's go. I'm sure I can win it back. And he thought, this guy just lost everything to this stupid activity. And he still wants to do it more? I don't want to do something like this. So he went back to the mountains, back to the temple, and he was never tempted to engage in these three activities again. The end. What about the... Didn't your bloke die? He died at the beginning. Oh, I mean, did he die oh, at the beginning? Oh, oh. he already died. Yeah, there was no murder. There was no people up in arms. No, but he died. Murder? I, I didn't he... say... No, Somebody but he died. Cut when it. it got to Cut. me, he went back and he slaughtered the guy. What? <laughs> after having gambled and won what a million. I heard he won a million pounds. What did you Why do? Why would he have pounds? Because it was the million pound drop version of your story. <laughs> I would say the moral is don't trust other people with your stories. Such the, the, as the, yes, absolutely. I think the moral here is detachment. Lead a spiritual life and detach yourself from material things. Things like alcohol. I don't I don't drink and I I remember seeing a woman so drunk once that she was actually trying to buy a bus ticket from a chocolate vending machine. And that was the, the moment I realized that's wrong. And then she was trying to vomit and then she held her mouth and she vomited, projectile vomited through her left nostril. And I remember thinking, this is something I don't want to do. So it was and, literally. And then Helen got yeah. picked up. <laughs> and her parents turned up. And then down. I married <laughs> Helen Bauer. <laughs> yeah, I was having a nice night. Make sure you're with us next time where Mark will be in the big blue storytelling chair. And you tell us a, a tale of a particularly wild night out. Goodbye. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts to listen ad-free. You can start your free trial now by clicking Try Free at the top of the Please Tell Me A Story show page in the Apple Podcasts app. You've been listening to Omid Jalili, Felicity Ward, Nabil Abdul-Rashid, Mark Thomas, Helen Bauer and Megan Jane Crabb. This is Please Tell Me A Story, narrated by Polly Lloyd. The producers are Michael Dale and Katie Bowden. The assistant producer is Ben Johns. Sound engineering by Josh Gibbs, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and Jay Beal. Video engineer is James Weller. Video editor is Ryan O'Meara. Production coordinator is Archan Mohile. Marketing coordinator is Emily Webb. Social content by Little Dot Studios. Assistant content producer is Jonathan Imieri. Additional production by Lois Shafia. Original music by Jonathan Rathbone. Executive producers are Chris Skinner, Alex Lawless and me, Omid Jalili. Please tell me.